0: So um, even though I've done a number of these, I've yet to find like a really good opening. So uh, this is one of our interview series, and I'm joined by uh, Laramie Wells, the host of Moving Panels, and um, a, I would say to put it mildly, a Superman superfan. <laughs> <laughs> um So why don't we start off at the top? Why don't you uh, give me a little breakdown on what Moving Panels is?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, So Moving Panels is a, I mean, the way I open, you're talking about intros. The way I open every show is uh, Moving Panels, podcast where we discuss movies and TV shows that are based on, inspired by, and adapted from the world of comic books. Uh, So me and uh, various guest hosts will talk about a movie or television show or sometimes with my uh, my one shots, just a topic uh, that has some connection in the world of comic books. You actually joined me uh, about a month or so ago, or a couple months actually, for a uh, Blade. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was a good one.
0: I, I mean, I like that one. Looking forward to maybe one of these days getting on there and doing doing another episode.
1: Oh yeah, definitely, definitely uh, will,
0: willing to have you. So. Um... So, I mean, you know, in the world of comic books, obviously, they have, they've kind of taken over. Um, but uh, what feeds you? Like, what is, I mean, other than Superman, which, I mean, <laughs> for those of you who can't, I mean, you won't be able to see the room. Um, it is a veritable treasure trove of Superman memorabilia behind uh, Laramie here in his, in his um, I'm guessing, man cave or
1: office. Yeah, um, it, it's quite. I call impre- it the office, but yeah, it, yeah, it's
0: it's quite impressive. I mean, it is um, a number of action figures and posters, and you know, you name it, there, it's there. Um, <laughs> so, but what what feeds you? Like, what what is what builds? You know, well, I guess what builds
1: Laramie. You know, ooh, wow, that's a deep <laughs> question. Um, uh, you know, I just enjoy entertainment, just period, entertainment. Um, you know, comic books, movies, movies in general. I've been a movie buff since high school. Uh, you know, I have a vast, you know, like 3000 title movie collection. That's not just comic book related uh, and all physical media. I, you know, I, I gotta have the, the, the digital, I gotta have the actual physical um, thing, but uh, again, then I, I even like to do community theater and all. So pretty much just, just, I guess the easiest way to say it just entertainment in general. I like to be entertained. I like to entertain, uh, anything that's entertaining, um, just motivates me. All right.
0: Um, I mean, that's kind of the basis of my podcast as well. I mean, that's what, what the three of us always talk yeah. about. I mean, basically, you know, we, we, anything that we can determine is pop culture. Uh, so like if we want to talk about football, we just say, well, that's pop culture and talk about football. Yeah. Uh, um, I know, uh, well for the schedule, this one, and we're doing this here at the, towards the early May, but right around when we're releasing this episode, if it releases when I think it should, me and the other two guys are going to see Weird Al. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So I think, I think the day it drops or the day after it drops this particular episode is the night we're going to see uh Weird Al. Uh, have you have you see the um,
1: trailer? The trailer, of, yeah. The yeah, I saw the trailer uh, yesterday, two days ago, whenever it was that it 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 dropped. Yeah, I did see the trailer, and man, Daniel Radcliffe, you you gotta love. He's riding that Harry Potter money and can just oh. choose to do whatever he wants to do. But whatever yeah. he chooses to do, he knows it's he's gonna have fun doing it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's I think that's for for an actor who was going to be pigeonholed as one thing. For the rest of his career, rather than trying to fight it and just doing whatever is weird and fun and what, what clearly whatever he enjoys mm-hmm. is, is probably the right choice. Cause, yeah, you know, I mean, I, clearly, every the first thing everybody's always gonna say, even when he's 80, is gonna be, Hey, that's Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> but
1: uh, I don't remember Weird Al ever being that buff. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I I don't know how many times I've seen Weird Al without a shirt on, but yeah,
0: that too. I mean, but
1: definitely, yeah, definitely. Daniel Radcliffe's got didn't really try to get the body form as some actors sometimes do when they're playing someone else.
0: I got the feeling that this is not a uh, a a direct um, biopic. It's not going to be a. uh,
1: I think it's going to be like Rocket Man. Did you see Rocket
0: Man? Um no, uh I did not get around to seeing that one. I I wanted to. I just
1: Yeah, there's just there's a lot of aspects of that movie where it's uh fantasized. Um and I, I kind of have a feeling that's where this is going, especially that part at the end of the trailer where he goes, "Anyone have an, an accordion?" and there's just like five of them that just pop yeah. up. I
0: I did wonder if it was going to be more of a like a UHF style, like, you know, or or you know there i think i think he did a a movie or a tv movie cuz back in the late 80s early 90s around the time he did uhf i seen cuz back when blockbuster used to be a thing they had i
1: worked at blockbuster
0: <laughs> i i lived at blockbuster really i mean i never oh, I, I never yeah. got a paycheck there but they sure i might <laughs> as well have just direct deposited what little paycheck i did get uh, um he made like a quick little, like it was supposed to be a documentary, but I think it was just a, a vehicle to show a bunch music, of music videos. Music yeah. videos, I see. Yeah, I've in, seen that. Yeah. And it's been forever since I've seen it, but I don't know. I, yeah, you're right. I think fantasized is probably the word that I was, I was looking for, but, um, but it is a, it's a conversation that we have on this podcast quite often. um Where, I I tend to badmouth DC um, sometimes Shame. rightfully sometimes rightfully so, um, and then and then Justin will try to uh, you know stand up for DC, but generally often what is it that DC has been doing? Like why is it they they seem to be able to get TV right,
1: but movies wrong? I think this is this is a you know something that even I myself as I don't dislike either but obviously I'm a bigger DC fan. This is something that I definitely have contemplated. I think it's because they're trying too hard in the movies. Like they're trying to be too competitive instead of just trying to be DC. Whereas on TV they're just being DC. Right. You get what I'm saying when I'm saying oh, that? Yeah.
0: Well, that's been my argument from the get go is that they like they did the Superman movie and then Avengers came out and they're like, we want that. Yeah. And they skipped the steps where yeah. Marvel built Iron Man and Captain America and Thor and mm-hmm. Iron Man 2. And, you know, they, they built, like, you know, they, they layered. So when they got to Avengers, they had earned it. Well, they even, Hulk, you know, I mean, I know people forget that's in there, but it is. You know, so like when when they did the Avengers movie, like they earned it where like when they were like when DC was like, and now we're doing Justice League, people were like, ah, like, I mean, in the world of comic books, I would say you've got Superman number one for recognizability, not like, you yeah. know, you know, I know for him, for you it's number one, but <laughs> for recognizability, it's Superman, Batman, Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, I and agree with that.
0: And, and that's been that way forever. Now, with within the last 20, well, 15 years, maybe getting close to 20, but uh, Iron Man is definitely hi- higher up there. Captain America is now higher up there. Uh, Wonder Woman, I think, probably would have been somewhere in the 5 to 10 range of, of recognizability. But DC, I feel like there's a steep drop-off after their like holy trinity of batman superman wonder woman where marvel i don't know they took a lot more time to build their their yeah you know and so they're they're uh and marvel when they did it they built it up to the point where they're like hey you know what this guardians of the galaxy thing that even you hardcore comic book fans barely know exists
1: yeah, yeah we're gonna do that and you're gonna love it yeah yeah. And yeah. And not even do the, uh, the like the first iteration of that team. Like it's, it's, we're going to throw together some other version of this team together. And yeah, you, you've never heard of any of these people, but you're yeah. going to absolutely love them. We're not even going to do these characters the way they're done. Like, cause Drax completely different from yeah. what he is in the comic books. Um, but now everybody is going to think of Dave Batista's um portrayal of Drax well yeah I
0: mean but I mean they were like you know we're gonna take a guy we're gonna take a tree who only says uh, I am Groot yeah and we're gonna make him your favorite character <laughs> yeah. uh, and I don't I don't know if DC I mean I know DC is like we're gonna try booster gold Man, really like is that <laughs> kinda...
1: and then they cancel that show let's
0: yeah I yeah I gave up
1: on the Berlanti verse
0: shortly after arrow finished its run oh um, wow you
1: made it all the way to the end of arrow before you gave up
0: well i didn't start arrow at the beginning okay i started like three or four seasons in and i binged it and then i caught up and then i I, because i really liked flash and when flash when i on flash when they started doing crossovers with arrow i Mm -hmm. caught up with arrow but around the time like After, after the big, like bringing everything together, the, um, they just,
1: it got,
0: but like Supergirl got so preachy, like I'm all let, let be, let be, and live your life the way you want to live it. But I don't want to, I don't need it crammed down my throat every five minutes. And, yeah. and so I, I was to the point with Supergirl where it was, it became a chore to watch Supergirl. So I was like, okay, I'm giving up on Supergirl. And then flash was like, eh, we are getting rid of this guy. We're getting rid of that guy. We're, we're doing this. We're doing that Arrow's gone. So I was like, I'm done with flash. That only leaves legends tomorrow, which was fun. But then I'll have to go back and rewatch all the stuff. I'm just <laughs> done. I'm just
1: done. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I never, I never turned away from the Berlantiverse, but I definitely lost interest as it went along for almost a lot of those same reasons. Um, you know, they, when you're changing up cast so frequently as they started doing, um, on all of the shows, you know, Flash on Legends of Tomorrow, even right there towards the end of Arrow, uh you're you don't get as invested into the characters as you do when they're there for the long haul right which is going back to the movies that's exactly their problem with the movies they're they're not giving you time to get invested in the characters before they're going you know going up against dark side and justice league right um you know, that, that's why, you know, some people talk about the Snyder cut being four hours. And I'm going, well, it needed to be four hours because we had to learn who Flash was. We had to learn who Cyborg was. You know, we, we had to get a little bit more background for uh, Aquaman. We, we needed to build more of these characters so that at the end you end up with this moment with the Flash, which, you know, just took uh, what was it? What was the crowd pleasing moment oh, of the year yeah. for the
0: Oscars? That's because the Snyder fans have mobilized. Well, the I don't even know if I want to call them fans because I don't truly believe that most of the people who are like so pro Snyder on Twitter actually like him. I think they just want to be contrarians.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I agree. I, I I don't disagree with you. Although I I after seeing the Snyder cut, and, and I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying it, it's so much better than the theatrical, the, the Whedon version, but I really was kind of curious as to where Snyder was going to go. If, uh, if he was able to keep going, I mean, I really was, I'm not a big fan of the dark DC. Uh, one of the reasons why I am such a uh, bigger on the DC is what, Going back to the television is what the verse got right is the the brighter, more positive side of the superheroes, which is what DC is all about. Right. And
0: I think that's what makes I think that's why I think people have gravitated towards Marvel. You get the comic book, you get some of the darker, but they break it up with some of the levity. I know a lot of people tended to hate Ragnarok, uh, but I I loved
1: that. movie. No, I liked it i liked it
0: i mean it, i don't know if you listen to our our mega marvel movie bracket uh podcast that we just did a couple of weeks ago um the three of us we we determined well we built um well justin figured out how to build a bracket system for us mm-hmm. where we where we take the imdb score so if it's 7.0 it's now a 70. Rotten Tomatoes already is on a hundred point scale so we give it that and then we take the Metacritic and we add the three together so you get a, a point total based off of 300 and then you rank the movies based off of that total so you like take that. you take any uh, subjectivity out of it like, mm-hmm. you know you're like okay so as much as I love this movie and I want to put it number one, the number says it's 16 and then we and then so Justin built it where every Marvel movie, it had been theatrically released except for Morbius because we were recording like the weekend it came out. So none of us had had a chance to see it yet. Um, excluding animated. Got put on a bracket and it was like 70, 60 something. Because I mean, he went back to like the Captain America, like 1940 serials, you know. Oh, wow. And so we debated each one of them and, and got it down. And I think Ragnarok made it, it, made it to at least the final four. If not the final two, I, it's hard for me to remember because things kept changing because that's yeah. how we do that's how we do stuff. But, you know, I mean, it, it but it's very clear that like Marvel found a way to find the balance of heart, humor and still, you know, have some of the not obviously not as dark as DC gets. But I mean, I, I think there is a place to have darker tones and darker storylines. But, man, that last Batman movie needed just something.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. We, we talked about that. <clears throat> I, I recorded an episode for moving panels uh, right, right after that weekend um, on the Batman. And you know, we, we praised it and praised it and praised it. The thing about that one is the longer I thought about it, I was like, eh, it's not as good as I thought immediately walking out of the theater. Um, yeah. now we we did agree right off the bat it needed about uh you know 45 minutes taken out of it but I think, I think
0: you could have removed the entire catwoman storyline and not changed a thing about the movie.
1: Yeah, I mentioned that in the episode it was whether or not catwoman was needed. Uh I think there's some subtle little things although you you know if you would have reworked the story it still could have worked. Um I honestly think the movie could have ended with uh, Gotham getting flooded. Like there was no reason to go further. Like let right. it be a cliffhanger ending. Yeah,
0: i I was when I was going and talking to people outside of work, I was calling it seven part two, but with Batman.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that was the other thing. The more I thought about it, I was like, this isn't a Batman movie. It's not a Batman movie. You, you, it was a dude in a suit solving a crime, yeah. but there was. If you really go back, there's nothing about the movie that really says it had to be Batman.
0: Right. And I do appreciate that it was year two, so we didn't have to go through the origin again. I Um, hate
1: seeing the Waynes get shot.
0: um, But it was a matter of like, I don't think they established it was year two well enough. I mean, I know it said it like up top at the beginning of the movie, but I don't Mm. think it established his... His, like, still being new to the game as much as they could have. Cause yep. I mean, people are just so used to Batman being Batman mm. that, like, when he, I don't know, I just, I thought that. Yeah, like,
1: let, let him, let him, you know, not, let, let him get hit a few times. Let him, yeah. you know, get stumble when he's getting shot. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. But, uh, you know,
0: it was really uh, like I thought that I I mean, I know at first everybody was like Robert Pattinson is going to going to suck. But I was like, right, hold on, guys, let's go back to 1989. I mean, the yeah. Internet, the Internet didn't exist, but combo bookstores did. And mm-hmm. even though I was only 11 or, you know, yeah, 11, uh, maybe 12. But I um, know 89. Yeah, I would have been 11. Mm-hmm. Um i i heard the mr mom is gonna be batman yeah. like come yeah. on like you know and every and then he ends up being most people's favorite batman
1: yeah,
0: right. you know and then by the time george clooney got around to being batman i mean the hype going into that movie was george Clo- george clooney's awesome he's gonna be great this is gonna be the best batman ever and uh well you know <laughs> yeah the less said
1: about that movie the better um I, give him some props, though. He he made a great Bruce Wayne, even in that. Well, okay, piece of crap I w- movie.
0: I will say that As, uh, Val Kilmer was a great Batman, but a horrible Bruce Wayne. George Agreed. Clooney George Clooney was a great Bruce Wayne, but a horrible Batman. Agreed. Um, yeah, you know, and I think that was the problem with like with uh, Robert Pattinson is that he was a terrible uh, Bruce Wayne, but a pretty decent Batman. I think Michael Keaton and Christian Bale are about the only two of the modern era that have found a balance that mostly works
1: yeah i you know what i don't dislike affleck
0: no i don't Uh, i just don't it's hard i don't think affleck was given enough to do or or i mean i know he was in two movies three movies whatever you know
1: well yeah also depends on if you count him just uh, riding the top of a car in a Suicide Squad.
0: Yeah, I don't. I mean, I know. <laughs> I mean,
1: I know. I know his paycheck probably does, but
0: um, you know, I so I just I don't know. I mean, I do. I do like. I did. I would have liked to seen him get his own movie. Yeah, just just to see. I would have liked to seen the Batman verse Deathstroke. You know that we were promised. Yeah. You know, I would have liked to have seen that happen. You know, hell, if they still want to give it a shot, I'd like to, you know, I would go see that. I don't know what they're going, you know, knowing about Crisis and how many times the DC Comics has done that because they refuse to learn their lesson. (laughs) Uh, Is that, I mean, they did it on TV to figure out, to solve that problem when they're like, well, Wonder Woman is, uh, not Wonder Woman, Supergirl's over Black Lightning's over here. Arrow and Flash are together, but Legends of Mar, it's all over the place. Let's do an event and bring it all together.
1: Yeah. Which they did and didn't at the same time.
0: Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. But um I wonder if they're reworking Flashpoint, because they keep pushing it back to figure out a way to bring all of it together and like solve it in a final not a final crisis but a you know infinite yeah. earth crisis scenario or if dc is going to be which could be smart on their point instead of trying to keep up with marvel just going we're not going to do it
1: yeah
0: it's all separate like it you know we're just going to do there might be 10 different batmans out there in yeah. the world you know we're just Whatever whatever floats our boat is what we're going to do.
1: So I know that that was, I think, the original plan by Warner Brothers was we're, everything's going to be separate. Um, you know they had this flash movie coming out, but they were still going to kind of separate things out. Uh, but now that discovery has merged with Warner Brothers, and discovery being kind of the the, the main Uh, controlling factor of the company. Now I know they've come back and said, we are going to completely rehaul uh, the DCEU and that they want to bring someone in again. Another reason why Marvel's so good at, at, at what they're doing with the MCU. They want to bring someone in. Who's like Kevin Feige, someone who is going to keep everything connected. You can have different directors. You can have different writers, But we're going to make sure that it all feels the same, that it's all flowing in the same direction, that there is some means of, you know, linking uh, all of it together. Uh, They also because Warner Brothers had said they were going to move forward with uh, the new Supergirl that was going to debut in the Flash, that she was going to be the new, quote unquote, Superman of the DCEU. And Discovery's come in and said, No, we're going with Superman. Superman is the face of DC. He has to be our key player uh, did, for the DC EU. I
0: did hear that. That basically when Discovery I don't I don't I don't know did they did did they merge or did they buy Warner?
1: That's what I've never really yeah. I've heard they bought it, but yet it's being called Discovery Warner.
0: Yeah. So but I know, I know their mandate was because there was a lot of jokes on on pop culture about uh, Kevin Feige if he had a brother or a cousin yeah. um, to kind of be that unifying voice. I don't, I don't necessarily want to see DC try to just completely copy Marvel. Um, yeah, I'd like to see them, you know, be more unifying, and it just because it makes it easier on on the market; it's less confusing. I
1: am all four keeping things separate there's so again i'm i'm more comfortable with dc than i am with marvel there's so much in dc where you have all these elseworld stories you know and i would love to see you know uh, a live action and of course i'm going to focus on superman here i'd love to see a a live action all-star superman i'd love to see a live action red sun superman I'd love to see uh, Injustice done live action. Yeah. You know, well,
0: I mean, you're right. I mean, that could be interesting with, with having all of that stuff happening um, where, you know, where, um, you know, so we'll have to see. We'll have to see what Mark, because I know that the one thing I did read was when Discovery took over, they were like, not only is Superman going to be the front of it, it was like, you're going to have to fix Superman. Like, yeah. you broke him, now fix him. Yeah um do do you think they can solve save it with henry cavill or is that just is
1: it too far damaged and they have to start over you know i kind of wish wish they would um you know and i felt the same way with ralph ralph was a great superman brandon ralph was a great superman it was a horrible movie superman returns is a horrible movie um but i mean it has some some good parts to it but overall but Brandon Routh was a good Superman. I loved that he did at least get to kind of have his send-off as Superman in that crisis on Infinite Earths that we talked about earlier uh, with the CW. I did like that he he get got to return and have that send-off. Um, and I kind of think Cavill is falling under the same boat. Cavill's not a bad Superman. Um, I... I don't think he's the greatest Clark Kent kind of that same argument we had with the, the Bruce Waynes and the Batmans. I'm I don't think he's the greatest Clark Kent, but he's a good Superman. I I like him as Superman. Um, so if they were to restart, uh, and again, I think this is going to depend on how the flash treats all of this. You know, I would like to see him get another shot at it, get another crack at it. Um, you know, give him, the brighter suit like they did in, um, in the Snyder cut and um, yeah. And just see if they can't fix something there uh, and, and get David S. Goyer as far away from writing any of these scripts as possible. Yeah. He does tend to go
0: way too dark.
1: <laughs>
0: All right. Um, let's see. You you said something that I was going to go on, but now i <laughs> but okay i guess that part wasn't important okay um so obviously uh, obviously the question of marvel dc you you have already answered that so we'll we'll skip that question oh here we go um <clears throat> if you could wedgie anyone in history <laughs> who would it be you
1: can't say hitler
0: it's already been said
1: okay uh if I could wedgie anyone in history, who would it be? Let's see. Um now is this wed? is this I'm I'm giving them the wedgie and the height of their yeah. Their, oh yeah. Uh, you,
0: you've got a you've got a Bill and Ted style phone booth and you can go anywhere and and you know full on, you know. Hmm. You, know you
1: could you can even atomic wedgie them if you want to. <laughs> I know that I will probably think of a better answer later, but let's go with, uh, dang, who would I, who, would, cause I, I will be honest. Hitler was the first name that popped in my head. Um, let's go. I, I'm trying to, like, I know there's somebody that I have probably even thought about recently. And I went, man, this was, uh, Oh, it's going to kill me because I know whatever answer I say, there's a better one. Um, let's go with Joss Whedon. I'm going to okay. say Joss Whedon. All right, so it's,
0: it's probably a choice that a lot of people would be on board with recently. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, man, that that is a star that fell hard. It is,
1: and I and I hate it. I am a huge, uh, you know, Superman aside, I am a huge Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. Uh watched it from day one, followed through it. Uh, I even, you know, like the way Star Wars fans are, I bought all the books that was released. Okay. Um, I've got, obviously, I've got the comic book series that uh, came out uh, that continued the story. Uh, loved it, loved Angel. I um, was a fan of Firefly, Serenity. Uh, I've loved almost everything he has done. I mean, Cabin in the Woods is yeah. a great movie. Um, but yeah, then to find out how much of a horrible person he is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you can't, sometimes you can't let the art be defined by the artist.
1: Yeah. It does. It's not going to change my love of the art. It's not. Yeah. No. I mean, I still, uh, his show on uh, HBO max, the nevers, I haven't watched yet. I still plan to watch it. Yeah. But, well, I mean, that's the
0: thing. Like, I mean, I go back, I mean, you know, I, being a child of the 90s, you know, going through high school in 92 to 96, like uh, I've recently been on a, a massive nostalgia kick, somewhat kicked on by our friend, our mutual friend Tim,
1: yeah,
0: um, and his, his 80s flick flashback podcast. But I've been at work because of the nature of what I do for a living, I can't listen to podcasts, so I listen to music and I've been on a 90s kick, and like there's just a lot of just terrible people who yeah. made really good music.
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny you say that. Uh, I'm actually, uh, I, you know, I'm a school teacher, so I don't get to, to do a lot of listening to much whatnot. But every now and then when my students are working on like an activity, I'll pull up, you know, Amazon Music and I'll play something there. And I was on a uh, 90s kick. They've got a playlist called Rediscovering the 90s um, that I've been playing. And, and yeah, uh, I think the other day and Aaliyah, song came came on and not to talk bad about Aaliyah but of course that led to an R. Kelly conversation between a few of the students (laughs) yeah yeah
0: yeah well like you know like you like um I've I kind of rediscovered Oasis like I forgot they existed and then like now I'm reminded of just like how these like they're brothers but yet they would literally beat each other on stage like just you know and just stuff like that but um yeah yeah all right, uh, moving to the next random question: What
1: fictional world would you live in if you you could? Uh, you know, right off this one actually, I'll go right off the top of my head: Neverland. Okay, that's yeah. that's a new one. I've not had that one as yeah. an answer yet. Okay, be Neverland. Okay, again, and that was just off the top of my head. I've always I've always liked the Peter Pan. Now I would have to be like a Peter Pan character. I got to fly. Right. Um, But uh, but yeah, I guess just Neverland. I, I have no rhyme or reason other than that. Like as much as I'd love to live in like a
0: Marvel universe where like, you know, all these characters exist. Unless I got to be a superhero, it would be a terrible. Yeah, it'd be world. terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> just, hey, boss, gonna be late for work. Yeah. No, red school blew up the bridge again. Yeah. No, yeah. I gotta gotta go around the long way. Hopefully, you know. You know, hopefully, Modok's not over there this
1: time. Yeah. Yeah. Or just being at work, and then all of a sudden something comes slamming into the side of the building. Yeah. Oh, uh, what the the aliens have invaded for the fourth
0: time this week? Great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, awesome! Um, yeah, so no, never Neverland. That's not one that's come up. That's an interesting one. I, I like that one. Okay,
1: yeah, it seems like a safe bet. I mean, I know you got Hook and the pirates and all, but I, I think it seems like a safe bet. All right. Um, okay. Uh,
0: one of the things that has come up repeatedly on my podcast is that uh, my my two friends and my wife have called me an uh, uncaring, unfeeling monster. Because my claim is that I have never cried at a movie or a TV show. Okay. So um, I am on a quest to find out what makes other people cry. To see if maybe if I can watch it and get there. Um, so far, well, some of the choices that I've heard, I haven't had a chance to watch yet because I'm lazy. Yeah. Um, but other, other ones, I've, I've seen it and it hasn't made me cry. Is there anything
1: that that has got you know gets gets you and you know I mean there's a lot I, I'm not gonna deny I've got a little bit of a sensitive uh part to me uh so and, but kind of playing off of what we said and it was even something recently uh on TikTok there was one of those uh stitches where the guy asked the question uh what death of a fictional character hit you like it was an actual blood relative? And then they, the person stitched in the clip from Buffy, the vampire slayer, when she comes home and finds her mom dead. Oh, okay. And even watching this, you know, 30 second clip on TikTok, I got choked up, you know? Okay. So, so again, I'm probably not the best person to ask. I mean, this is us made, makes me cry. Um, I, I cried when Bruce Willis died in Armageddon. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Nick, yeah the well, notebook
0: I, have, walk, you, uh, walk to remember they all make me cry have you seen the newest ghostbusters i have okay i will tell you the scene towards the end of that movie um are we going spoiler free here we i don't my podcast tends to just spoil everything because yeah it's like, so does mine know, because yeah. we're just you know like that you know what you're getting into when you start it so yeah. that scene at the end of the movie where where the the three living ghostbusters show up and then yeah. the ghost of Egon, that almost got me. Yeah. I will say I didn't boohoo, but I did. I, I felt a little like, there, <laughs> you there know, was a, there was a twinge. It almost like, I yeah. felt like, you know, maybe one almost came out, but you know, it I, I didn't. So, you know, I just, I know it comes up every so often when I'm with those two guys and like one of the football games this year, there was some, uh, Car commercial,
1: and they were like nothing, nothing at all. I'm like, nope. Nah, I can't say a, I can't say a commercials ever got me before.
0: No, but you
1: know, uh, you but know, the I'm, you know the the opening ten minutes of Up that'll like
0: that... th- yeah, that is a rough one. I will give you that. That yeah. is that that oh, that almost gets you. And you know, I do wonder if I watched it. I mean, I haven't seen Up in a long time, or at least the first ten minutes of it. Um, that you know, I wonder if it would hit me differently now um, that I'm 11 and now that I'm 11 years into being married. Yeah.
1: And honestly, that's part of it too. Uh, you know, not only different parts of your life, you know, I'm, I'm a father. And so there's a lot of things that I think, even though I'd seen it before I was a father versus after seeing it, a father makes me more emotional, uh, whenever it has to deal with like a, a child or a parent child relationship. Um, you know, I think that has a different, it it hits me differently because I'm a father. So I, I definitely could see that. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, um, not to take up any more of your time. Um, I appreciate it. Uh once again, you've got the uh, moving panels. Uh where where can we find that one?
1: Oh, I mean, anywhere you find your podcast. Uh episode drops every Monday. Uh we um we've got some exciting things coming up. I, I can't tell you exactly what, as of right now, still got some things tossed up in the air, but yeah, Apple, Spotify, um, just, just go to your Alexa and say, Hey, Alexa, I'm probably about to activate one um, and just say, Alexa, play moving panels and it'll probably play moving panels. Interesting. So. I don't know. I, I've, well, I don't have an Alexa, so I've never
0: tried. I know I've tried to get myself on all the major podcast directories, any way to get in contact with you if there is, like they wanted to like, drop you a message or, or?
1: Absolutely. I'm on all the social media uh, at moving panels, Facebook, TikTok, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and then uh, email Panels at gmail.com.
0: Okay. All right. Well, um, so I don't have, I have a good ending segment for my regular episodes where I take parts of what we've talked about and I work it into my stupid never walks alone. I have not found a good ending for my, my, uh, my interview pod, my interview segments, because normally like when I have the, the stories to talk about, we, we get to the point where like, I can be like, Oh, and if you are Warner brothers and you're doing this, just remember stupid never walks alone. And I, I've not done that with the interview, so I either need to find a new way of ending it or I just say, hey, Jeremy, stupid never walks alone.